Hello everyone, welcome back to Press Corner with me Press. I hope you are okay wherever you are. Today, I am reviewing another new Japanese comic slash manga series titled Happy Ice Cream. This series was created by Mika Kawamura which only contains 3 volumes. So this is also a short series. If you want to know more about this series, I will leave the details in the link in the description box below. And if you want to support me further, I will leave the link in the description box below as well. So, let's jump right in. So, there are a few interesting parts from the series. Firstly, it's an incident that happened around the first volume when Sakurako has triple date with our main guys. Firstly, in the morning with Sukasa, and then with Kotaro at noon, and lastly with Mikado in the afternoon. These events are really interesting and you can see how different their lifestyle compares to each other. And although their personalities seem similar at first, I mean kinda seem like a playboy or womanizer. But as the story progresses, you can see how different their characters are. Each with their own dreams, ambitions, and goals. Also, deep down, they are a really good person, you know. Because I think they don't take advantage of the girls that like them. They only have a date. Basically just hang out together without basically doing something that quote-unquote questionable or suspicious. After all, this is a PG-13 and soju mamas. And let's move on to the next one. Secondly, it's an incident that happened around the beginning of the second volume when Kotaro suddenly moved into Sakurako school and even the same class as her and Mikado as well since he heard that Sakurako has been bullied by Mikado's fans that doesn't like her Mikado's fans kinda get jealous because Mikado start to paying attention to Sakurako more you know well of course he paying attention to Sakurako more since Sakurako can remove his curse one of the thing and also because they has been friends for quite some time and even after Mikado resolved those kind of things with his fans then Kotaro comes along so the love triangle between Sakurako, Mikado and Kotaro begins you know. since I don't know when but Kotaro and Mikado unconsciously trying to get Sakurako's attention for example by using basketball to prove that which one of them is better. I think at this time they unconsciously start to have feelings with Sakurako but they didn't realize that yet. And so the dynamic between Kotaro, Mikado, and Sakurako in the school really interesting and fun to watch. So for those of you who like love triangles, better be the series. And let's move on to the third point. Thirdly, after the dynamics between Sakurako, Mikado, and Kotaro, who seem like a love triangle from the outside in, that managed to get attention all of the students in Sakurako school, unfortunately, the storm comes along in the form of Sakurako's best friend that falls in love with Kotaro, and one thing leads to another. Finally, Sakurako finds out why Kotaro and Mikado 
has not in relationship with any girls they are basically have a date with the girls but they don't really committed to one girl or things like that you know they just basically hangs out and that's the thing nothing more nothing less and all of it happened because the girls usually so persistent so they kind of have a hard time to reject the girls because they already liking someone else or they already someone else that filling their heart you know and finally Sakurako managed to find out firstly with Kotaro that apparently his crush already died a long time ago but he still held those wedding promises with his crush and hasn't been able to move on you know not too long after that Sakurako also finds out that Mikado basically falls in love with his own stepmother and thus become unrequited love that's why Mikado lives all alone and doesn't want to come home to his parents by the way Mikado's mother already died a long time ago before his father remarries his now stepmother and that's why this part is really interesting because we finally get an insight to Kotaro's and Mikado's inner thoughts you know and why they did things that they did lastly it is the final act starting when Kotaro asks Sakurako to be his girlfriend which puts Sakurako in a dilemma because she is in love with Mikado and thus makes her become gloomy and one day after a long time not appearing Sukasa finally appears and helps Sakurako to resolve her own problem and also we get a little bit insight into Sukasa character because he doesn't get enough screen time unfortunately because I also like his character and after spending time together talking or chatting Sukasa basically gives Sakurako an insight into what Sakurako has to do so Sakurako rejects Kotaro which Kotaro take it nicely and gentlemanly which I really like and Sakurako confess to Mikado even though she doesn't hope for anything else in return also Mikado really thoughtful about it because he is unsure about his feeling towards Sakurako you know because it is towards the end of the series of course there is a big crisis coming along when Mikado's father fell ill and asked Mikado to move in with him because he is afraid that his life probably gonna be very short and one thing leads to another Sakurako chased Mikado to the airport and really prays and hope that Mikado is gonna stay in Japan which Mikado heard it and he refused to accompany his parents and still stay in Japan for Sakurako and eventually they become a couple and also I think because they finally managed to find true love at least one of them because they are the descendants of Hikaru Genji so they curse finally remove once and for all and that's the happy ending 
So that's all for the interesting part. Let's move on to the character development. So for the character development, I think our main protagonist Sakurako managed to change a lot from a very shy person becoming a very courageous and outspoken person. Even though she is still clumsy, but she held a good moral value or moral compass. The next one for Mikado and Kotaro, I think they managed to learn to be able to open up to other people and trust other people as well. Also learn not to treat all girls the same. They also learn try to be respectful towards the girls feeling since they are the same age as Sakurako. And for Sukasa, I don't think there's a lot of character development since he doesn't get enough screen time, so we doesn't really know about his character. But I think he is a very wise and mature character because well, he is older than the other characters in here. I think he's around 20 to 30s probably because I think his age never mentions but he is already working so yeah that's probably his age range also special mention for Sakurako's best friend one of her best friend that falls in love with Kotaro she managed to get over Kotaro and move on with her life and return back to normal that's a very good thing to do and although it is very hard to do but she managed to do it which is good and doesn't hold any grudges against Sakurako as well even though she knew that Kotaro likes Sakurako that's really good friendship there that's why I mentioned it here I think that's all for the character development for the moral value lesson that you can learn from the series just like the other series you have to learn to be able to trust other people just enough and be careful not to treat all of the people that you know the same you know because each people different and unique so you cannot compare them with one another you know and try to be more respectful towards other people's feeling as well lastly if you are guilty or making mistakes you have to have the courage to say sorry you know like what Kotaro did and also like Sukasa gives Sakurako an advice without taking advantage of Sakurako as well so that's all for the moral value lessons and my final rating for this series is 8.5 out of 10 because I think this is such a pretty decent series and one of the first series that I read when I still in junior high and also the series that get me into the comics or mangas. I already read mangas long time ago when I was still in elementary school but this is one of the series that really get me into it in junior high you know because this is also the first series that I buy with my own money at the time so that's why it's really memorable in my opinion and I really recommend this series for people who are still teenager because this is such a pretty basic soju mangas that you can read. Also for those of you who like love triangles and Ripper's Harem, 
you can read it. This is a very basic introduction that can get you into that world if you want it. After all, this is still PG-13, so it's fine. And lastly, for all of you who wants to reminisce or nostalgic about the series from the 90s or 2000s, this is a pretty decent read, you know. The characters are well developed than there's mangas around that time, that's why I think this is a pretty popular series when in 2000s. And yep, that's all for the in-depth review episode today, I don't want to prolong it any longer. Again, I'm sorry if there is wrong grammar or mispronunciation along the way. I hope you can bear with it and still can enjoy the podcast. And thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram to know what kind of contents I'm going to be uploading. Also, don't forget to stay tuned on my coffee page or any other podcast platform that you're listening right now. Hope to see you soon. Stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye.